which we are living. I don't have to tell you that our homes are suffering. I don't have to tell you that people are hurting. I don't have to tell you that people are killing each other because of hate. There's no less than one million divorces takes place in America in a year. And I'm thinking, why do you get married if you don't want to stay married? Well, the idea today seems like, well, I'll, we'll just take up with each other. If we like each other, we'll get married. First thing you know, you know, a month turns into two months. A year turns into several years. And they say, well, I had one tell me, he said, well, I'm married by common. You find that at? Uh, God's common law totally and freely given to each other for life. Right? Regardless of what this system does, I mean, it's just like the ocean. It's in and out. But, you know, it's my responsibility to try to my sheep into what they ought to be. I'm the under-shepherd. I'm not Jesus. I'm not God. But I am called by both of them to share the holy word of God with you. And these messages out of the book of Ruth. Those who are married, those who are not married, those who wish they were, those who wish they weren't, then and there for everybody. I've never been married. What good is it for me? Because you is married. You know somebody who's having trouble in their marriage. So you take this and it's not good. You not do anything to straighten out your own household. Men, you listen. You who said God said that? You are to call the shots in your house. Now you can, hey, land needs extra time. I'm toward the end of these uh, series of sermons. I might do morning service. Hello, come on. Hey, <clears throat> there's always two sides to every. Hey, I told her recorded. We, we're working on 47 years. Somebody said, well, wonderful. Hey, praise God. About all these uh, stories. Uh, of, and we know that in those days that judges were in charge. What did that mean? It means whatever went, when everybody did what was right in their an opinion, so everybody does what the artists of what the world might say. So, man. he is the man. <clears throat> Married Naomi, had two boys, Mylon, Chilon. Things got bad. A famine broke loose. Find food. They couldn't find work. And Elimelech, instead of waiting on God to provide. He said, okay, guys, get your, help your mama, and we're going down to a place called Moab, as bad as Gomorrah, where a chesmon, which believed sacrificing human, your my sins paid for, that we would take our youngest baby this altar and kill it on the altar, a chesmon, and say, hey, I've done my part. You know, people have such crooked ideas today about what they went down there to, to Moab. Elimelech just 
down there, he died. Left Naomi as a widow. Well, the boy says, Mama, we, we you know, hey, we're going to go get married. They went, old women, old friend, Ruth. Hey, we're And she said, well, you know, I, I'm not sure things are going well. I want to go back home. I want to go Well, guess what? Always died. Deaths on their hand. Three funerals. Good. Who went astray? That's God and what he stands for. Buried in a foreign land. She said, I'm going back home. And they said, well, we're going to go. She said, no, you girls need to go home, mama, back. You'll find it in ODS. Odds. And they said, no, we don't want to do that. She said, think I'm going to get married again. Do you think I'm going to get married at my age and have sons and you're going to up and you're going to marry them? I'm not going to do that. Go home. The Bible says when Naomi kissed them, they raised their hands and they wept. They cried. She begged to go home. Finally, kisses Naomi and goes back. Cassie, if we could have the scripture there at Ruth chapter 1 verses 14 through 22. That's where we pick up in this story. The Bible simply says, and you may, and they lifted up their voice and wept again. That's Ophrah and, <coughs> excuse me, Ruth. And you'll see there, and Ophrah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth cleaved unto her. And she said, Naomi, to Ruth, behold, your sister-in-law has gone back to the pe- to people under her gods. Return thou all after thy sister-in-law. And look here what Ruth says. And we use this most every wedding. We use this right here. Ruth said, <clears throat> Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following thee after thee. And whether thou goest, I'll go. And whether thou lodgest, I'll lodge. And thy people shall be my people. And thy God, my God. Where thou diest, I'll die. Where thou buried, so will I. And the Lord do so unto me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. When she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, she left speaking unto her. So they two went until they came to Bethlehem. And it came to pass, when they were come to Bethlehem, and all the city was moved about them, and they said, Is this Naomi? And she said unto them, Call me not Naomi, call me Mara. For the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. And I went out full, and the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Why then call you me Naomi? Seeing the Lord hath testified against me, and the Almighty hath afflicted me. But and so Naomi returned, and Ruth the Moabitess, her daughter-in-law with her, which turned, returned out of the country of Moab, and they came to Bethlehem in the beginning of barley, of barley harvest. Father, help me this morning just to try to whet the appetites of our married people, to whet the appetites of our single people. Lord, that they might want to do one thing, and that's obey you whatever you ask them to do. God, we'll trust you with what you're going to do with this this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated.
Many of you remember the little nursery story there, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It was a story that was told in a nursery one day where kindergarten kids were. And this one particular little kindergarten girl, she had never heard the story, so she began to listen to every word as the teacher told her that there was once upon a time there was a sweet young little girl who was fed a poisoned apple by an old witch. And that she fell into a deep sleep, and the only way she could wake up was that Prince Charming would come by and kiss her, and that she would awake. Well, she took that story home to her mama, and she told her mama about the story. And the mama said, yeah. I, and she said, and guess what, mama? And the mama said, well, I guess Prince Charming came by and kissed her, and they live happily ever after. She said, no, mama, that ain't what happened. Mama said, well, what happened? She said, they got married. Things just didn't go well. They got married. You know, some people get married because they want to. Some people get married because they have to. Some people just get married. Some people just think, hey, well, that's the thing to do, you know. I mean, I was 24 years old. I didn't have to leave home. <clears throat> My mom and daddy said, look, you be, you." You've uh, depended on us long enough. It's about time you own. Tell me, Lynn's parents didn't. But the first time I asked her daddy, I asked her daddy, could I marry? He said, I loved him. It was in the evening. He was in his recliner asleep. I should have known. But been on our home, and I said, I'm going to ask your daddy, and you know, go well. No. So the next morning he talked while and said, What's gotten into them? Said, They can't afford to get married. Well, who can? So he said, If they get married against my will, I'm not going to. If they. If Lynn will go on to college, he never let us down. Not was two acres of land. He never ceased helping us, ever. I never, ever lost word with my well. And I'm glad we waited. Somebody said, well, if you had it to do over again, would you do it? I'd try a little earlier. Okay? Meaning, I'm happy married to Lynn. Many stories could be told about self how we try to keep our marriage alive and well. But you see, today, people think, well, you know, we live this of throwing away. We trash things. Why do we trash things? Sometimes, listen, sometimes our marriage becomes trashy. Well, it's not meant to be thrown away. If God together the best you can. But hey, some people say, well, you know, we got married at the courthouse. What am I supposed to do? Well, ask God what you're supposed to do. Don't ask me. I'm no authority, okay? I just know what the Word of God says. Sticking with it. Sticking with it. If you stick with it, let me tell you something. First of all, it will be costly. It will be costly. Verse 16 says, and Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you or to return from following you. I go, I'll go. Where you lodge, I'll lodge. Your people be my people and your God my God. That's what he said. 
Or words, I'm going to stick with you, Naomi. Now, you know, naturally Ruth's younger than Naomi, so she wants to be her daughter-in-law, and she wants to love her mother-in-law. She wasn't too concerned about, hey, will I get married again? What's going to happen? In the life of Ruth, it was costly because, listen, she gave up her future. Treat me not to leave you. future is invested in you. Mother-in-law, Naomi, I'm investing it in you. Fice, plus that uh, Ruth was approximately somewhere around 25 years old when her husband died. Around 25. She thought, well, you know, hey, I'll never get married again. Three men out of the picture. Okay, she gave up her future. It's costly. She gave up her permission. Where you go, go. And many times, hey, what calls you to go or wherever you feel led to go, would like it. I can see her now back home in our, in our home. You know, God really blessed us. We started out with a brand new seven-room brick house in 1970. We had land. We had good jobs. And when the day come where the rubber met the road, when we began to pack up our belongings to move to Oconee County, I can see her now. She was on in her closet, gathering up her stuff and crying. And I thought, God, if this is what it's about, I'd rather be dead. But I knew in my heart, I knew in my heart what I was supposed to do. And she said, where you go? And she and Naomi, well, we see again, Ruth gave up her family. Now listen, I got married. I didn't mismarry Lynn. I married her mama, her daddy, and her brothers, her uncles, her aunts. I married the whole crowd. I didn't have to like them. I didn't have to like them, but I did. I loved them. You know what? It's amazing to me. All of Lynn's family that has died, with the exception maybe of one or two, they always call me to do the funeral. Well, it is what it is. But you need to listen. If you're not married and you're thinking about getting married, that handsome prince you're dating and that queen you're dating, if you get married to him and her, you are marrying his folk and her folk. Hello? The whole crowd, you marry them all, whether you like them or whether you don't like them. But always tell a couple, I say, listen, you remember this. When it's all said and done, who you going home with? You know, I could tolerate anything. And Lynn's did a lot on the in-law side. But she knew in her heart who'd she be going home with. So let me tell you something. You better know who you're marrying. Gave that up. Now, I don't know this for a fact, but I'd like to think maybe right here is where Ruth got saved. This is where salvation to her heart when she says, your God, my God. Well, sticking with it will cost you. Secondly, sticking with it is long term. Team. The first part of verse 17 says, Where thou diest, I will die, and there will I be 
buried long term. Um, when I got married, I didn't I didn't marry Lynn. Uh, I didn't marry her just to have somebody to live with. I married her because I didn't want to be without her. All my work life, all my married work life, as soon as I got off of work, I made a beeline home because I had a wife that would be waiting on me. And when I first born, I can't call his name because it'll cost me $25. When I first born, was born, I couldn't wait again to get home because there was two people waiting on me. We had this old labor boy that worked with us, Odell Airline. Odell, I'd pick him up and he'd take him to work with me and bring him home. And sometime, not every ever time, but I'd stop by and buy a little toy. Well, one day we got in the truck ready to head home and Odell says, what you going to buy the little booger today? <laughs> he was as excited as I was, you know, hey. He was the firstborn, the first grandchild on both sides. Ruined? Oh, yeah. Hey, we didn't pawn him off on our parents. You get this. We didn't pawn him off on our parents. Our parents come wanting him. Okay? We want him to go home. Hey, if he wants to go, then hey, he'd leave home. Now, you know, today we have to be careful. Our kids can be kidnapped, right? Our kids can be taken from us, Right? You know, in, the, in those days, in, <clears throat> in the mid-70s, that wasn't much to that in those days. Wasn't much to that. We'd get home in the evenings. Hey, we'd play out in the yard. No, I didn't keep my eye on him all the time. I went in the house, and I said, uh, Lynn, uh, where is he? Remember, I can't call his name. Where is he? She said, I thought he was outside with you. I said, no, I thought he was in here with you. He's not in the house. He ain't under the house. He ain't on top of the house. He ain't in the shop. Well, I was He was down at a neighbor's house eating cookies. Good neighbors. That's where he was down there eating cookies. But I got married because I wanted to get married. I married somebody that I, I couldn't live without. Long term. Thirdly, listen carefully. We're talking about sticking with it. It's not only costly and it should be long term, but we look at that at verse 17 again. The second part of verse 17 says, The Lord do so to me and more also if aught but death part thee and me. We also say that in a, a, a wedding many times until death us do part. Let no man separate. Meaning God intended for it to last forever. Now, hesitate. Listen to this. If you don't like who you're married to, do your best to hang in there because in heaven there'll be no marriages. You can be free there. Hey, you'll be free. I'm free now. I'm just as free as if I was single. Land's just as free as if she was single. I tell you, her mom and daddy raised her right. And my mom and daddy raised me right. And I'm thankful. I told you about the old boy that had the wedding band on the right hand, and the man said, what you got to 
your ring, wedding band on the wrong hand for? He said, because I married the wrong woman. I mean, hey, that's just how it is. You know, sometimes you may end up that way. But, uh, you know, sticking with it, it's costly, it's long term. It's... Was physical, first of all, because she said, where you go, I'm going to go. The vow was also emotional. She said, your people is going to be my people. Spiritual, she said, your God. Proved her in two ways. First of all, I see her work passionate. Far to say, where you die, I will die. They were. And. In other words. Naomi, I'm going to be here for you, no matter what takes place. You see, life is full of challenges, difficult situations, of other people. Needs to be, somebody needs to be, somebody needs to call the shots. Now, first of all, the scars ours. I want to read and just share a word with you there. Verse 19 says, So they two went unto Bethlehem, and it came to pass when they were come to Bethlehem that all the city was moved about them. They hadn't seen Naomi in quite a spell now. Naomi left with a husband, okay, and two sons. And they said, is this Naomi? Are you kidding? Is this Naomi? You see, because of her disobedience and because of her grief, she looked bad. She didn't look like herself. She wasn't as pretty as she was when she left Bethlehem. And they asked the question, is this Naomi? Verse 20. And she said unto them, call me Mara, for the Almighty hath dealt bitterly with me. You see, the Lord chases whom he loves. Don't think you're going to get by with it. Hey, you may now but sometimes you've heard it said when the cows come home they will come home and on top of that not only do the cows come home but the calves come with them also we notice in verse 21 I went out this is what Naomi said listen to it I went out full I went out of here with a husband I went out of here with two boys I went out of here well to do. And the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Empty. Without a husband. 
without sons, without possessions. I've lost it all, do you understand? Why then call me Naomi, seeing the Lord hath testified against me, and the Almighty hath afflicted me? You see, I wrote simply for that verse, from gaining to loss. From gaining to loss. Marriage can be tough. For those of us who are married, I don't have to tell you that. Marriage can be temporary. Marriage can be terrible. Marriage can even be torture. But marriage can be terrific. Marriage can be transformed and turned around. So I just simply say, if at all possible, with it, do what God would have you do. Don't quit. Give it to God. Let him take care of it. Now listen. The word stick. I want you to just think about the word stick. Stick with it. Stick with your mate. Love your mate. You say, I don't, you don't know who I live with. No, I don't, but God does. God knows what goes on in the home. And I've often, I get excited sometimes. I'll ask them, I'm going to home. Whoa. That's for all that. But they know what goes on in the home, okay? Listen. How should it be? If I'm going to stick with it, I need to be, I need to be, to be sober toward the needs of that girl. I need to be sensitive. I need to be tender. You remember Herman's Hermits? Some of you do. What a wonderful world that'd be. Hey, she loves me. What a wonderful world this is for Lynn and me. And it ought to be adjusted. Work on it. Make it happen, Captain. Tender. That is loving. The letter I. Impartial. Fair. I want to be fair to her. She's always fair to me. I want to be fair. Caressing. Caressing. Petting. Embracing. Kissing. Some of you ain't kissed your wife in weeks. You say, I can't stand her breath. Well, do something about it. Have you checked yours lately? Sometimes I feel like I've been eating copper. I mean, I, I just taste junk. And I'm thinking, what in the world does she have to taste of? You know, they make all kind of mints. Mouthwashes. I'm fist to come in there and kiss you. I got a mouth full of mints. Well, I don't like the kind you use. Well, hold still because I'm going to bite you on the ear. Hey. going on guys ladies men you need to know what's going on hey they got all kind of tracking devices now cameras I first got my first cell phone Lynn said I've never felt this close in my life I can just dial you up and talk to you right there no matter where and when I said that's the way I want it call me well I hate to bother you I want to hear your voice 
Most time I call her and says, this is Lynn. I know that. Leave me a message. Talk to somebody. Hello. Sometime I'll call five or six times in a row. Get home. Still ain't heard nothing. You know, get home. I called you five times. My phone just ain't working. I said, well, it's, oh, it's a smartphone. It's smart, all right. Don't answer that phone. It's him. <laughs> Caller ID. The call phone. It's ringing. He'll say, what are you doing? It says, Kenny, Daryl. Listen, y'all, marriage is sacred. God is the one that... He's good for a man to be alone. I'm going to create... Notice the word... Not a hindrance mate. Do you understand, girls? You are a... You are to help love. You are to help get involved. You should be proud of your man. You should brag on your man. Same goes with other men. We need to brag on our wives. Lynn says sometimes, do I embarrass you? I said, no. I'm always proud to say, this is my wife. This is my wife. I tease somebody, some people sometimes that don't know us. I said, this is, this is Lynn, this is my wife. We've been married three times. Oh, I didn't know that. And I said, yeah. And Lynn, right do their vows. I said, well, good. Get people's attention with your marriage. Not in a negative way, but in a positive way. Stick with it. And without the Lord Jesus... You're not going to make it anyway. You're not going to make it, guys. I'm sorry. I tell couples when I bring them in the council, I say, all I have to offer to you, according to how long it's been, I said, I have 46 years of marriage experience with the same lady and the Lord Jesus Christ. I said, that's what I offer you. And I know what I'm talking about. I've been there long enough to know what it means and how it feels. Father, in the name of Jesus now, I trust you. Every person in this room needs something out of what's been said. Because I know, Lord Jesus, according to your holy word, when your word is preached, it'll not return empty. It'll not return void. And so I pray for your hearts today. I pray that you will be done. I pray for our marriages. They might become stronger. I pray for our young people who might be thinking about getting married. <clears throat> that they'd marry the right person. Because it does make a difference who you marry. Father, touch hearts now and lives. And we'll thank you and praise you. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're lost.